and welcome to Season 3 of Goats and Dragons, a helpful goat gaming podcast. In this podcast, we play our long-form campaign, level 1 to 20, Fates of Rin. And uh, some of our content and uh, language may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Across the continent of Greater Banya, peoples of all walks of life share a common sense. A sense that something is approaching. What it is remains a secret to most, but they can feel it. Rumors of sickness spread in the south. A mountain flies in the west. An army of living flame marches through the desert sands, leaving a line of glass as their trodden path. Yes, these are the troubles set to welcome a god into this world. Baalit, the lidless eye, god of the searing light. She approaches and will not be deterred. However, a few know of her coming and prepare. A deadly and cunning thief, a champion of the mountain tribes, a cleric of chaos, a brilliant artificer, and a scarred soul whose past is catching up with him. Can these individuals save the rest? Can they kill a god? Can they save their friend? Can they each finally find a home? Let us together read the final chapters of these heroes. The stream will help for Goat Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons, a game of shared storytelling where I make my friends roleplay city planning meetings. Can we just go back to Adam with the water glass? That was better. <laughs> oh this my. is what was happening right before we went on stream, everybody. I totally inadvertently placed this glass of water right in front of my webcam, and it is so cool. I look like I'm trapped in some kind of sci-fi crystal. <laughs> we have to save Adam. We have to Hello. save his soul. Can you hear me? 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 <laughs> I was transported to another dimension. <laughs> I'm Andrew Gilbert, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. <laughs> and oh, like you're thrown off. And I'm not alone. With me as always is Galway playing the tiefling sorcerer Charity. You've done worse to yourself before. Hey everybody, my name's Galway, pronouns he, him, his, and I play uh, Calderon Charity of the Family. His pronouns are also he, him, his. Adam, playing the halfling rogue, Burbage Kemp. Hey everyone, yes, my name's Adam. I respond to both he, him, and they, them pronouns. I play good old Burbage Kemp, and he, he goes by he, he, him, his pronouns. Lena, playing the Goliath Barbarian Stormbringer. Hi, yeah, I'm Lena. Um, the pronouns are she, her, hers. And so are Stormbringers. Rachel, playing the gnomish artificer Clem. I'm Rachel, I play Clem, and we use she, her, hers pronouns. And Darcy, playing the tiefling cleric 
Hakari. Hello, I'm Darcy. I go by they, them, theirs pronouns, and Hakari's are she, her, hers. And for tonight's song, <coughs> Andy, are you ready to give me some snaps here? Sure. All right. Burbage and I are the best of friends, and our love, it knows no end. We like to drink, to fucking to fight. We're sleazy. <laughs> All we need is blood. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. All we need is blood. <laughs> da, 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 da. All we need is blood. Blood. Blood is all we need. Blood is all we need. Between seeing my reflection in the glass of water and Andy's reflection in the window behind Darcy as he danced. Oh, what, yeah. What a, what a reflective episode tonight. Uh, the, the, Darcy, that was awesome. It, it, it did kind of sound like uh, your song suggested that Burbage and Hikari like to fuck each other. I was thinking about that. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, maybe no one will say anything. Oh, there you go. I certainly oh, did. Thanks, Adam. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Other people were best friends, not that kind of best friends. Sure. I mean, it, it is impressive that they haven't, considering how drunk both of them get. Yeah, that too. You know? But let's back away from that topic. That sounds it's uncomfortable. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, we now have three podcast feeds that uh, we would love for you to listen to. Uh, besides Goats and Dragons, uh, there is Helpful Goat Presents, where we play shorter campaigns, one-shots, um, plus uh, is the home for the interlocking campaign jammed by Galway in the world of Tyr. Um, fascinating, awesome. Check it out. Uh, and we also have uh, Dom and Dragons, the uh, podcast that has 25-episode campaign where we played D&D with actor Dominic Monaghan, um, which still floors me that that is somehow true. Um, but it is. And, uh, does Chelsea have a poem for this evening? It appears so. Yes, but Debbie talks so much now that she's in the chat that it's really high up. It's also in our, uh... Oh, hey, there we go. I mean, love you, Debbie. You're great. (laughs) Since Debbie got on our time zone. Jesus Christ. (laughs) This bitch. Um, I can read. I haven't... I don't remember when I read last, so... A deep dive into the past, memories unlocked, hopefully helpful tools and a complex narrative so vast. A few new lessons added on a list that likely never ends. Communication before violence and voices and boxes lead to salty entities trapped within friends. The best (laughs) forms of delightful chaos follow this family, whatever they do. Much love, Fates of Rin crew, I can see and hear you. Oh, Chelsea, that's so good. And as always, the your recap is always better than ours. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. But that was awesome. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, and so, yeah. Uh, um, per Debbie's request, I'm also just going to say hi, Mike. Oh, hey, Mike. <gasps> hi, Mike. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, previously on Fates of Written... Hakari helped unlock more memories from Charity. Uh, somehow, though, through time and space, a woman who was looking after Charity as a baby attempted to attack the perceptive figure strolling through his memories. Hakari then returned a lot of those memories about Kellerin's time in Lights of the Dark as Death Spell, 
though many are still sealed. Also, uh, Clem opened themselves up to a spirit of some sort living in the crown in the box, uh, and this nearly destroyed the tavern. Not on purpose. God. That's a... How, how many how many dead end signs do you need to ignore before running into the wall is your fault? <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Uh, although Clem does, there was a tunnel painted on the wall. Okay, <laughs> you're correct. Oh, that metaphor had legs. Uh, Clem does feel more powerful though, uh, and um, I'm sure that's all fine. There's nothing to worry about with that storyline now. But you all did finally get to sleep. Um, Stormbringer sort of trying to keep watch, but also <sighs> nodding off herself during the night. And it's a very peaceful sleep. It's it's a deep sleep that all of you fall into. You didn't realize how sort of stressful and tired you've been, and that Cliff Mill is once again a place of rest and relaxation for you, even though this is the site of a lot of the family's tragedies. It's also kind of home. And that's always a weird mix. But you all wake up in the morning. Uh, and what would you like to do today? This is, um, according to Aideen's calculations, um, there's probably now 15 days uh, until this army of flame reach Cliff Mill. Well, uh, oh. I'm sorry. I just wanted to do my level up thingy really quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. Level up. Let's do that. Well, before we get so into the story. I'm yeah. up to level 13 now, right? You said Shut I got up. two levels? And I think I was at 11. Unless... I thought it was three. Was it three levels? I think it was three, but yeah, I think you're at 10. Oh, I no, because I, I was not at level seven. I started the campaign at like seven or eight. And then no, I've leveled 10, up at I least. Said. What? No, I have myself at level 11. Okay. So then um, you should go to 14. And 14 it is, yeah. Fuck. Cool. But it was okay. three levels, yeah. Okay, I thought it was two. I was like, I remembered the word, I remembered three levels. <laughs> I don't know where he started, but yeah. Now Chelsea also confirms three. Okay, cool. Excellent. Uh, I was like, if Chelsea uh, says it, then yes. Uh, can we roll hit dice? Please. So three times, right? Yep, just do one at a time in case you want me to change. Oops. Oh, that's also good. <laughs> so do you, do you want to keep the two? I don't want to keep the two. Hey. Do I want to keep the five? I'll keep the five, but you roll the four. Fine. Hey, so marginal And then I can improve. I could. Oh, so I can either take a ability score improvement or I can do a feat, right? For twelve, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'll decide while you guys are talking about other things. Cool. Fine. Also, remember to add your con mod to to each other. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't sure if I was going to up my con or not, so that was waiting to. Uh, also. also. Um, Having did, more hit points seems like a smart thing for where the fuck we're going. So, <laughs> Adam, you go. we have like an agreed upon uh, location for the meeting. It was probably like Aideen's place or something. Uh, yeah, Missy was probably going to summon you to the chambers, council chambers. No, I was going to say it was going to be the council chambers. Yeah, I think. council chambers. And that okay. was at like nine o'clock, I think, in the morning. Yeah, she said she was going to get people to sort of usher you to it. All right, Burbage gets there early and he gets there with snacks <laughs> it's snacks. he was and coffee he was assigned that for charity <laughs> perhaps <That's> true <laughs> perhaps flippantly but burbage took it very seriously and he gets up early 
and he and he and he does some uh some kind of like some little stretches by the bed and some jumping jacks and he's punching the air and he's like all, all right Babbage all right wait when you're in the end game here buddy you got to take us seriously we're getting into some real shit now all right you can't just be a goober you've got to show up and you've got to do good and contribute all right so let's go and get some fucking snacks. And there's a, oh, a montage uh, <laughs> where he's getting snacks at all the snack stores that are presumably open really early already. Fairly early, yes. Yes, several places. Uh, so Burbage is is paying out of his own pocket. He's, he's, getting, like, uh, he's getting, like, fresh fruit and, like, Okay. The 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 D and D equivalent of like hummus and, and pita bread. That would be hummus. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, and uh, 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 like granola, granola bars and stuff, and mixed nuts and just a whole breakfast spread. He's bringing the whole breakfast spread. Excellent. And, and yes, there's coffee. Brilliant, brilliant. So and, you, and, yeah, you show up pretty early. Um, a couple guards recognize you, let you into the council chambers, um, and the chambers themselves. Uh, it, it's it's quite uh, it's quite ornately decorated for such a small town. Um, though you do, do remember that prior to Missy, there was kind of a somewhat shady mayor who might have been been you know spending way too much money not on the town itself but on the the decoration of his title. If that makes sense. Um, but each of these chairs has like a purple velvet. There's a purple rug and a purple runner across a very long oak table. Um, uh, several like purple and gold curtains uh, hanging from the the, the uh, tall rafters of this of this um, vaulted ceiling area. It's a it's a really nice room. Yeah, but we're just gonna look at those curtains and gonna just kind of gaze at them and think fondly back to a particular suit of armor that he once uh, purchased. Wait, he had matching suits of armor with Vimeris that was purple mm -hmm. and gold, right? That's what Vimeris is currently wearing, I believe. Vimeris is in his, and Burbage gave his to Theodric to take, take, yeah. care, take care of. Um, and our dear friend and uh, fan and Helpful Go community member, Emma, made like a cape inspired by that That's army right. this purple and gold cape a while back which is awesome shout out to him really all right well burbage uh would he's snapping at the guards to like help him get it all set up and perfect okay. and uh and if we want to make it a joke where like he's accidentally set it up in the wrong room we could do that <laughs> like there's an all... even more grander room right next yeah. door like, this is this is a group of like women with like straw hats come in and they all have books in their arms oh we're supposed to be meeting in here and so you set up everything in the more grander like, he, he grabs it all he, he's trying to carry it in his yeah. arms and then he's dropping fruit on the floor and picking it back up and like blowing it off hoping that nobody notices it was set up um, so perfectly, and now it it's perfect. It's nice. And now, and he and he comes into the meeting half hour after it's already started. <laughs> he carrying all this jumbled together snacks. And Fair. Uh, yeah. The rest of you, as you wake up, what are you doing today? 
watch. I'm watching Clem, but like low key watching Clem. Like I'm trying to like be sneaky about it. So I'm just sitting in the same room as Clem and <laughs> like staring at her out of the corner of my eyes, eyes not blinking as often as you usually blink, but not like staring straight at her. Uh, Clem, you notice this pretty easily. Sure. <laughs> hey, yeah. no, make a check. I'm being sneaky. You notice Stormringer in your room, staring kind of at the wall. Every once in a while, you catch her sort of peeking out the corner of her eye at you. Yes, that was as sneaky <laughs> so far as we get. Um, how do I feel? Oh, great. Oh, my gosh. You feel great. You physically, feel right? Or do I physically feel- amazing? Yeah. Uh, no headache. You feel... Yeah, you feel you could take on the world. This is this is really nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do I feel do I still feel that like quick to angerness? Not at the moment. Okay. It's a beautiful day. <clears throat> you have a friend in the room with you. This is nice. Inside my head, I'm just gonna say hello. Yes. Oh fuck. What could we uh, do today? Well, I'm hoping that you're just going to shut up. (laughs) Oh, is that how it is? I mean, unless you're going to be nice to me, in which case. Oh, I'll be nice to us. I think that's lovely. I don't believe you. Why not? Because you sound very disingenuous. It's just my raspy voice. I I have uh, a raspy voice too, asshole. Well, but my raspy voice sounds creepier than yours. <laughs> I've worked with a lot of creepy men, let me tell you. Yes? Uh, tell me. Can you just do me a favor? Tell me slowly. That's weird. Cool. Thank you for pointing that out. See, we're communicating. Can you just not uh, take over my mind or my body anymore? Oh, only if I need to. Yeah, it, no, there's no, no need. That I do. We can work in tandem. Sure, as long as you do what I need. There's no need for that. <laughs> Good day. If you I, do it again, I will find a way to remove you from my brain and then destroy you utterly. Fine. I need to get back to work. I'll see you later. <laughs> Uh, morning and stormbringer it was, was that out loud but no that was, all that was just in your head cool, cool, yeah. cool. i'm smart i'm smart I, I, this Fair, time, yeah, i'm not quite one. so frazzled so yeah <laughs> oh good good morning Clem. i didn't see i didn't see that you were awake um how did you sleep i actually feel pretty fucking great so i think pretty well yeah yeah not, not crazy or angry no i feel normal but powerful I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. That guy's still in there, but like in the back, more just chatty. Okay. Um, well, that's good. Um, when should we go to the council? That's weird. She has voices in her head, says the voice in your head, Stormbringer. <laughs> For real? Oh, bully. wait, no, that's yeah, bully. Yeah, bully. That's great. No, it's not weird. Um, it's just bad. It's bad. That is completely out loud. Now I wish Burbage was there. That way uh, Eldon could have said, yeah, it's crazy. Crazy, right? What is with people with voices in their heads? Uh, I really like you, Clem, so I might be around more because I realized um, while I was sleeping that I just really like hanging out with you. 
Stormbreaker, you could just tell me the truth that I make you nervous right now. I'm not nervous. Just prepping. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Listen, uh, if you end up having to, you know, if something happens again and you end up having to, to beat me into submission, can you just make sure that there's a healer nearby? Yeah, we almost always have healers nearby, but I'll make sure that Burbage, no, not Burbage, Burbage doesn't know how to heal. I'll make sure that Charity or Hikari is nearby. Thanks. What conditions would you be okay with me beating you into submission under? Just out of curiosity. If I'm very obviously not myself again. Okay, cool. Because when you were very obviously not yourself, you were really upset that I wanted to, to, to punch you a little. Well, I also just feel I felt more upset then, but I think I'm hopeful that maybe me and did I ever get a name for this thing in my head? I can't remember. I don't think so. Yeah, you did. Cool. Oh, yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. I'm polite. Uh, go to my head. Because I, I recognize the name. I just can't remember it. It is young. What's it? Kremwall. There it is. Kremwall? Kremwall. Kremwall. Uh, yeah, I think I have an agreement with Kremwall, and but you know, I uh, I might be a little bit more fiery, but you'll be able to tell because I'll have powers that are insane. Like I, me, Clem, I I couldn't do this to the to the tavern. So if you start blowing things up, I should definitely punch you. No, because I can blow some things up. I am I am powerful. Hmm. Well, how Maybe do we know? should have a safe word. Uh, or like an unsafe word? That you say? Because I'm not sure you're going to say it if you go all crazy and Maybe evil again. you say a word, and then if I don't know it, then that means I'm not me. Okay. But I um, mean, I don't know. He's probably listening right now. He said he was going back to work, so maybe. Oh, um. I how about I just down, start singing or... really loudly inside my head while you tell me? Okay, yeah. So the word is going to be pineapple, okay? And I'm just like loudly humming like an elevator version of the girl from Ipanema inside my head. So <laughs> just, like, if you da, 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 do you mind keeping it down? Now we know how to get rid of him. Just... <laughs> play obnoxious songs i mean that's the family's mo right <laughs> if we can be annoying enough at people yeah <laughs> annoy people just until they wish they were dead yeah, yeah. and or just make them dead with fire i mean honestly that's sort of the other <laughs> half of the mo speaking of fire i've decided that i'm going to take the feet of um elemental adept or adept however Ooh, you want yeah. to say that and i'm going to choose fire so when I cast uh, any spells that use fire, uh, they ignore resistance. Oh, solid. That's really and I believe, good. Do, you, do you also get resistance? Um, it doesn't say that. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so spells I cast ignore resistance to damage of the chosen type. And when I roll damage, I can treat all ones on the die as a two. So. <laughs> good. I don't think that cuts through immunity of damage but i think it does oh just resist so so yeah. would it not work if you're if they're totally immune to it then i'd be I think so yeah i don't think it just lowers it to resistance or something like, <sighs> rules is that'd be no. cool 
Oh. Hellfire. Well, Hellfire does. But is that a Hellfire feat? does lots of things. <laughs> Not a feat. Yeah. A, no. Charity rubs scars. Ow. I mean, I think this feels like it'd be useful, but I guess if everything's just immune to fire, would it not be useful? Then? Immunity is pretty rare in D anD D, so okay. it's still it is an army of fire elementals, though, <laughs> and an ancient and. red dragon. So they'll probably all be immune. Most, yeah, twelve hundred of them uh, are made of fire. <laughs> fine, I'll look for some. Well, I mean, and I'm not now. But you're also going to fight many things other than those. We're going to so. be fighting many other right. things which might have resistance, such as uh, many celestials. Right. have resistance to fire and most like base elemental damages, but they usually don't have immunity from them. Okay, I'll think on it. Right on. And Akari, what are you doing this morning? So Akari drank a lot the night before and doesn't quite remember what happened. Um, so could we brush Akari up on exactly like where I would be? You'd be curled up in a corner of Clem's room because you came yeah. in when there was that and just were like, hey, everybody. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I just fall asleep. That's why I don't remember a lot. Um, so, yeah, I'll uh, wake up and sort of go get some water wherever that is. And I like to pour some over my head in the morning <laughs> that that wakes me up. So you just go down to the bar, ask for a large large flask of, uh, or a large uh, uh, carafe of water and then just dump it straight on you in the middle of the yep. bar. And then I like like a dog and then I go back upstairs to go, I guess, fresh it up, whatever that is for Akari. That was I think you just did part. it. Yeah. There's a second carafe of water upstairs. Also, I like the idea that, that Hikari might not even know about carafes. Like, they, she only knows about flasks. Yeah, flask of water, please. Yet. You mean a carafe? A flask of water. Flask, please. You are fresher, then. So yeah, so that's that was my freshening up. So yeah, I'll go back upstairs and see what everyone else is doing. Okay, yeah, Clem and Stormbringer are up there. Okay, how did you sleep? Are you feeling um evil or normal? <laughs> Something happened with me being evil. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> No. Stormbring is just paranoid that it's spreading. Oh, oh you're worried that it's you, spreading. Okay. You did like, also, oh, no. like, all you of... Get, yeah, you did get sort of taken over. You did get possessed at one point by a fake creature last night, yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. More disquieting than evil. And as you kind of woke up and headed downstairs to get, like, the water to splash in yourself, you were apparently singing something about, all we need is blood, all we need is blood. <laughs> true. So Stormbringer might be, you know, rationally concerned. I feel like that part would be, like, reassuring, though. I know, yeah, like, sure. that's, that's normal. normal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Stormbringer, I feel, I feel pretty good. I slept good, you know, went and took my shower, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I, how about, how about yourself? Yeah, I'm good, not feeling evil at all Not today. feeling evil? No, so so that's good. Clem says she's not feeling evil either, um, but take that with a grain of salt. I guess that's good. Yeah. Ish. Yeah. Hmm. We'll have to keep an eye on on Clem. I think. Not on me. I'm fine. I'm I'm gonna hang out with Clem a lot because I really like Clem, 
Um, but I also really like you, so I'm gonna be around you a lot too, just in case of uh, you needing to hang out. Oh, I like you too, Stormbringer. <laughs> Good. So we can totally hang out. <laughs> uh, probably the only family member that doesn't quite get Stormbringer's ploy here would be a guard. <laughs> but it's I do like, like Stormbringer. Yeah, it's just like yeah, let's hang, let's do it, let's hang. <laughs> we can totally do that. Love it. Um, and uh, Charity, what are you doing today? So after we got done with shenanigans and everything last night, I think you said it was like getting close to midnight. Um, yeah. Charity would have gone back to Aideen's, worked for about another hour, probably, um, on reviewing maps uh just sort of even trying to just get out this new knowledge that's in his head some of which has to do with their current situation some of which is just things he's remembered about growing up and uh this is the equivalent of years of memory like turning on and so he's worried that they're gonna leave again so he's like just been so he sort of jots down notes for about an hour because he doesn't think he'd be able to go to sleep anyway um, he'll go to sleep for six hours, uh, as required by arrest. Um, at that point, that will take it to about uh, seven. Um, and without trying to not break the level of activity required for arrest, um, he's going to go look outside Aideen's door. Um, there, there is a small pink box with a light blue ribbon. That's surprisingly tasteful. Sounds like a bomb. Pick it up and take it uh, into the table. What you got there? Uh, remember the stranger emissary? The thing that possessed Hakari? That was real? That was real, wasn't it? It's always real. Oh, that's great. Well, and that's the package they promised. Yes, they did specify it wasn't a bomb once I asked them. Right, but they are fae kind of what they would say that's fair so do i open it outside then nah fuck it let's do it um so when you say small how like fits in the palm of my hand or okay like a small priority mailbox kind of yeah 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 um there's something that our international audience will be like the hell <laughs> sorry uh, debbie um Let's see how Charity will just very carefully and cautiously open it. All right. Uh, you kind of undo the ribbon, slide open the box, uh, and immediately six um, green glowing butterflies come out of the box and just kind of disappear into a, a light dust. Um, within the box uh, is uh, something with a, with a, uh, a deep purple... Um, and white kind of inlaid uh, cloth over it. And as you kind of peel back the cloth, uh, you see a, a very ornate dagger. Well, this is interesting. Um, do I recognize it as anything in particular? Do I recognize magics on it, etc.? Sure, give me a arcana history, either one. Okay. Uh, here's a plug. For guidance. Guidance. Guidance is a cantrip that makes you or your friends better at skill checks. Use it early, use it often. Um, let's go with Arcana, because I'm much better at it. 22. 22, nice. You, um, 
you've never heard of anything like this um, uh, exactly before, but you see some of the pieces put together um, and you have an idea. Uh, you feel like this dagger is kind of like a dowsing rod almost to something. Um, though, you know, you kind of hold it and you don't really feel it moving in any direction in particular. Um, you might have to specify what you're looking for. Mm. So I think that perhaps Charity's going to look at it. Intriguing. They sent us a weapon, but it, they didn't send someone wielding it, so that's probably for the best. You're not wrong. Uh, well, I think it's about time to go, you know, break the news to everyone else of what's coming. Um, and Charity will uh, hurriedly go over sort of his plan for the meeting with Aideen. Um, sure. So that she's aware uh, of things. Um, She'll help you pack up some of the maps and, and yep. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and at this, Charity's going to uh, take the uh, black leather uh, coat um, of evasion and sort of put it on over his normal hood and cowl so that the silver cowl is sticking out of it. Like, let's go. Come on, Clue. All right. Uh, as you're um, heading in that direction, you see uh, the Loxodon. Um, who kind of bounds over uh, to you. Oh, yes, friends. Uh, hello, how are you? Uh, your presence is requested in the uh, Great Hall Chambers. I say Great Hall because one of your family members got it mistaken for the, the book club. <laughs> anyway, the Great Hall Chambers, if you, if you please. Thank you, friendly. Oh, so welcome. Uh, and then he'll uh, kind of trot you in uh, to a room where, um, uh, you know, several people are gathered. Uh, Burbage is hurriedly, uh, you know, trying to make a <laughs> spread of uh, of things here. Missy um, is already uh, uh, going over some notes. Uh, and then um, Friendly motions you and Nadine to a couple chairs. Um, Hakari, Stormbringer, Clem, Tricklin, and everyone starts to get seated. Uh, as well as Avery and Arben are here. Stormbringer, Stormbringer. What? Here, I got some floppy bacon just for you. Oh, thank you. I love floppy bacon. Also, how are you feeling today? A at all evil? Uh, no, yeah, you look kind of evil. What? I don't, I don't feel evil. I feel pretty much the usual fundamental sense of uncertainty about my moral destiny as a character but right now i'm feeling like i'm pretty well motivated by like good things like getting all these snacks so like more of an ennui than an evil well yeah once i realized that i got all the snacks set up in the wrong room I certainly felt a bit of ennui a bit of disappointment and a bit of evil like a suspicion like oh maybe i got this wrong because i'm fundamentally a bad person but honestly that's such a season one sort of trope. So, you know, I'll be fine. How are you, Stormbringer? I'm good, yeah. Not feeling evil at all. Glad you sound normal also. How's our friend Clem doing? She says she's not feeling evil. Um, but we're just hanging out a lot together anyway, because I like, I like Clem. Um, I like hanging out with her. And just, just you know, just... Just making sure she's not alone, because I don't want her to get lonely ever. So she'll never be alone again this way. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're scared Clem's going to murder us all, and you're keeping watch. 
I'm not scared. Sure. I'm All just right. preparing. Akari, how are we feeling? I've got a nice mixture here to cure a hangover. It's... What is it? All right. I was afraid you'd ask that. Let's see here. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, celery and tomato juice and peanut butter all blended up together. With some alcohol in there too as well, correct? Yeah, a little hair of the dog, sure. Oh, I... You have it with you right now? Yeah, I'm holding it right okay. now. So I'll I take it and I'm like, just chug it. Our and dad I... used to drink that. He called it a Muddy Mary. Um, hey. <laughs> it's great. Great. You feel... I feel awesome. And I'm like, <laughs> kind of turn and I'm like... <laughs> yeah, you look exactly like our dad right now. Hey, Avery, you yeah. were invited to this meeting too? I was. You did such a great job with all the snacks. Thank you very much. Are there no, are there no muffins? <sighs> Fuck. Uh, something. Shit. Maybe that's I right. am yeah, evil. That's, no, that's, you're fine. That's all right. Didn't need muffins this morning. Okay, well, let's sit down. And uh, listen to the people. Uh, I, uh, oh, sorry, real quick, no, no, I nudged Stormbringer and I'm like, hey, Burbage forgot the muffins, and that's really evil. <laughs> so we need to keep an extra eye on him. <laughs> you look over at that moment, Burbage has sat down, like in the corner of the room, and he has the most evil looking, just like <laughs> introspective look on his face. Like, he looks really dark, even darker than like, you know, other times, like when he fucking accused Akari of, on the ship of fucking with everybody. This is bad. The muffin situation is bad. <laughs> this was the bridge too far. <laughs> yeah, he's sinking into his seat. He looks like he's he's gone he, off the deep end. He looks maybe more depressed than evil, but I'll keep an eye on him, too. Yeah, I just think we should, because I don't know anyone that doesn't bring muffins to a meeting is... It's got depressive just, evil face, it's fine. Charity, how are you <laughs> feeling? Evil evil? Uh, you evil? know, evil, uh, probably more than yesterday, but... Oh. Uh, look, I was a really horrible person, so still sort of processing through that. Uh, just above the table, do I see Pelototh? Not yet, nope. Uh but Arbin and Avery are here. Yes. It, are sorry. Arbin and Avery sitting together? Yes. Ugh. Next to Akari. Uh, and uh, our Randolph is sitting in a chair next to Arbin. <laughs> Not next to Clem? I mean, also next to Clem, but yeah. <laughs> I just think that'd be really funny if he just, like, randomly took a chair next to me. Just walks around the room, slides a chair out, hops up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch me. How does Arbin react to Randolph? He tries not to look at him. He scoots over just a, a little bit. Uh, and you see Randolph kind of smelling him. <laughs> I love Randolph. Gross. Uh, well, it appears that everyone is here. So uh, why don't we get started? Oh, I'm sorry, Charity, do you have something? Uh, I believe there's one missing. Uh, enter Clue. Get Palatov. Clue disappears uh, out, out the wall. <laughs> Thank you. Aye, that's true. I do want that one. All right. Um, uh, so, uh, 
what's going on? What do we, what's coming here? What's uh, everything? If you don't mind sharing everything with us, this is a, a safe room. Uh, well, we'll get to that. Just, we want to have everyone on the same page. So if we wait just a moment, uh, I'll get into it. And uh, Clue comes swooshing back in uh, with a, a very old female elf slumped over his back, uh, who very gingerly kind of gets down and off. All right. I'm here. I was just coming slowly. But but Clue is quicker, so it's easier. And Pelototh then takes a seat um, over here by Stormbringer and Chair. So, uh, you wanted to know what is coming and what is going on, and those are very good and relevant questions and really what I want to talk about Aye. today. But before that, uh, I'd like to walk through something. This is Adine. I think everyone knows Adine. Hi, Dean. Are we not going to do that for everybody? Should we just not do that? All right. I won't do that. There's a lot of us here. Yeah. Uh, Aideen has the ability to cast the spell Zone of Truth. Uh, is friendly in the room still as well? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, she's going to cast that spell, and I would ask you all to let yourselves fall under its effects. No harm will come to you for this. We just want to... The things we're talking about are very important and sensitive, and there's a couple of questions I want to be able to ask under those effects. We will lift the spell once the couple questions are answered. Uh, yeah, everyone nods. Um, you hear Mr. Uh, Mr. Bolum, friendly Bolum, kind of say something under his breath to to uh, Missy, uh, and she says, "No, no, stay. You're fine." Um, and then the yes, zone, of truth, zone of truth spell goes off. Oh. Uh, I suppose everyone here. Yeah. And you fail no, it on I purpose. Fight it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, Charity will sort of check with Aideen to see that everyone has. There's two that fought it. Um, and both seem to not be under its effects. The big one, the elephant dude. I, sorry, I'm so used to that meaning Stormbringer. I'm like, what? Uh, and also your little friend over there, the um, the gnome. I was kidding. You were. I think it's the uh, hitchhiker. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I'm right next to Clem, so I'm going to scoop Clem up under one arm and then grab Friendly with the other to make sure nobody tries to get away. Uh, well, so, so, so uh, <laughs> Aideen Price said that just to charity. I don't think you would have heard it. She was um, talking out loud that I feel like I should get to make a check for that. I mean, you can, yeah, give me a perception check. See if you can catch all this. It's not a very big room, Andy. It's, it's a fairly, uh, I it's, specifically described it as a pretty big room. So we're all pretty close <laughs> together because we have to be to get the zone of truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I only rolled a nine. I, I'm also going to... Make this largely uh, irrelevant in terms of what you heard or didn't hear, because uh, in your irrelevant. head yeah. you're going to hear Charity's voice. Don't let the elephant leave. So instead of scooping Clem up, I'm going to lunge at the Loxodon and grapple. Ah! Hopefully, Charity trusts that Clem is fine. Well, Charity just... also previously, like in angelic form knew there were two distinct entities like right. you and then something right next to you so i think that charity probably would have connected the dots that that shifty little motherfucker was going to try to resist 
you see him attempt to dodge out of the way. Um, I mean, you can roll, but as long as you beat a three. <laughs> what am I rolling? Uh, athletics. athletics. Yeah. So your mod is like a 14? Yeah. Don't roll a one. Don't roll a one. 21. Suplex. Yeah, you... I'm not you, suplexing. I'm trying to kill the Loxodon. Another big, but... DTDDT the Loxodon. You you uh, quickly wrap around the Loxodon. You get him kind of a headlock. You pin him to the chair. Um, without making... Like, like you're pretty quick at this. Uh, and you're not making a bunch of fuss. You're not knocking over tables and chairs. I think uh, one small uh, glass of mimosa that uh, uh, Burbage made kind of tips over, but that's the entirety of the destruction. How far down the table is this from Charity, who I assume is sort of like standing near the front? Right. So on the same side of the table is uh, Missy, uh, Friendly, and then Aideen and Charity. Um, and now that Stormbringer has you know, moved over to Friendly, um, she's like, yeah, 15 Okay. 10, so Charity would probably have been moving that way and just for the drama of it is like the mimosa glass sort of like rims <laughs> sure. and then falls. Charity will just sort of pick it up. I'm under the zone of truth spell, so I can only tell the truth, friendly. You're in a lot of trouble now. Oh, I, I don't see what trouble this is. I, I do am under the zone of truth. I cannot tell a lie. Hey, just kind of... Hikari actually says Tell that. me, friendly. Have has anyone here told you my other name? Um, no. I, I know you as Charity of the family. And before that, I was the Death Spell. Let me roll something real quick. Elephants have good memory or bad memory? Good. Good. Okay. Sir, that name is <laughs> associated with one. Who's done terrible things? Surely that's not you. Zone of truth, remember? And at that, you see this dark gray complexion pale a bit, <laughs> which is hard to do in a Loxodon. So, why did you resist the spell? I apologize. I, I, don't, I don't like anyone prying around in my head. Behind his head, Charity is going to sort of point at Clem and tap his own head. <laughs> uh, he's trying to indicate to you uh, detect thoughts on the elephant. Oh, okay. Got it. Because uh, that is a thing I'm, you've shared that you know how to do. Yeah, absolutely. As I'm uh, preparing that, I am going to say to the elephant, uh, friendly, um, <clears throat> sorry. Uh, you know, zone of truth doesn't actually pry around in your thoughts. It, uh, it just makes it so you can't tell a lie. You could also choose not to talk. And when I say pry around in your thoughts, I want to cast. Pry around in his thoughts. I want to cast, you know, so just, yeah, cast it forward. Which, I really should just put it in my spells, even though it's not a spell of mine, just to have so I can read the things. Sure. Uh, you get an immediate sense of panic and oh, they're going to kill me. They're going to kill me. Oh, God, they're going to kill me. So, again, why did you choose to resist the spell? I am going to cast a message cantrip to Charity and just let him know that um, the elephant is very afraid and thinks we're going to kill him. Okay. Does message cantrip lets me reply? It does with a whisper. Yeah. You, you know, it's just been so fucking long since we haven't yeah. been doing message cantrip through the, the things right. that I don't remember the actual cantrip. 
Yeah. Um, perhaps, maybe confusingly for Clem, you're going to get back. He's not wrong. <laughs> um, Can I try and probe deeper, or is that going to freak him out? That's what I'm wondering. It's up to you. The only thing is also if he makes the, if he succeeds on the probe deeper, it ends the spell. Right. Okay. I'll keep listening then for a little bit. Okay. It's because it's an item. The DC is so, yeah. Like that's, that's the thing is like, if it didn't have that rider of, and it ended the spell, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Why not? Even if he knows, fuck it. Charity's not, Stormbringer's not letting him go anywhere and Charity is next to him. So (laughs) he ain't going anywhere. Um, uh, he doesn't answer you, Charity, out loud. Uh, he's kind of struggling a little bit against you, Stormbringer. That's a bad idea. And, uh, and Clem, you hear in his head over and over, oh, the family is going to kill me. They're just The family is just going to kill me. Uh, I'll I'll pass that along to Charity. Just, I mean, you, you don't need to respond. Just sure. I'm letting you know the things that he's saying to me. You seem frightened, and I've just asked you now a third time. He, Why you know, did you resist the spell? He's turning his head and looking at Missy for help here. Missy's sitting there calm, just listening. She obviously trusts you all way more than this guy. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't. I cannot. <clears throat> Let me go, please. No. Please. No. I said, I said, please. Could, could I get a Skoshmore choke? <laughs> oh. His his uh, long nose is now choking up against his throat. I don't know how well he can talk if I really if I choke him. No, no, no. We're, we're just we're just we're just looking talk. It's a demonstration, is all. And 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 release okay. the skosh. Oh, okay. So, why are you so scared? And why did you resist the spell? Give me an intimidation with advantage, then, or uh, helping from Stormbringer, whichever you'd like to do. Uh, my intimidation mod is six, so it's probably technically most valuable to have it go on me. Sure. 23. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, at this, he, uh, loosen up just a bit, I, I, I promise. Uh, I, don't want to, I don't want to die like this. How do you want to die? Alone in my bed at the very, very old age of 99. Oh, that's, yeah, that's pretty different. So... Um, I have come here under false pretenses. I am here to inform someone uh, when you all would return to Cliff Mill. Uh, do I hear anything in his thought? Uh, basically just that. Yeah. Okay. He's very specifically choosing his words, but it's... it's and I'm going to just message Cantrip Charity and just say, uh, let me know when you want me to try and go deeper. Somehow in the return message cantrip, you get this like spectral version of like a thumbs up emoji. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Ooh. I can't tell you that. <laughs> I would be killed right out. No one could protect me. Consider who is holding you and who you're facing. Akari, real quick, make a constitution saving throw for me. Uh, um, yeah. and Just because of my concoction, the Muddy Mary? <laughs> you have no idea what this is. <laughs> Nor that she's doing that. Um, he is... Uh, he is... Well, I could tell you a story. 
of how this happened. I was a rather rotund lad when I was young, uh, bullied all over the place. Uh, I got bigger, of course. Why is he doing this? Also, that's a nat 20 on my insight. For a 27. And, and would you roll, Hakari? A nat one. A nat, a nat one. A nat, uh, one. Okay. You have, I believe you have inspiration from it's, the last you might, session. Yeah. If I you wanted to roll you. that. I was going to say, I feel like somewhere. You do. Okay, well, that's just, better than a nat one, even yeah, it's though it's. Three. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Better, than better. The, better than the Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Oh, stop it. You realize, Charity, as you're, as you're kind of interrogating him, his eyes are now locked on Hakari, who is now kind of looking a bit drunk. And then. Is that any different than. Slumps over on the table. Uh, and Clem, you hear in his head. Uh, just long enough. And there was no sign that he was casting a spell? No, not at all. Not at all. Um, okay, I'm going to let Charity know what I heard. Yeah, with the, with the nat 20, you get the sense he was stalling for something. Uh, you're going to see Charity look back at where Hikari has slumped over and out loud, deeper. Uh, okay, so then I will attempt. And Charity's okay. going to move over to med check Hikari. <laughs> I, I finally put it in my thing so I can pull it up there. Um, so it's a wisdom save, right? Yeah. Yep. God, there's so much text. My DC is 13. So I know. I was like, I looked He's, at it. I was like, 18. Oh, no. That's your yeah, act. My Damn. DC is 18. <laughs> uh, you rolled a 15. Fuck. So you feel it bounce? Yeah. Yep. And I just shake my head. I technically have two more charges. Uh. I don't know if you can do it on the same person, but I could try sure. again. I'd say, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, because it, the spell can affect multiple people, and it doesn't give, like, a you're immune to it for 24 hours. It's one of yeah. those ones where instead it ends it. Um, Stormbringer, underneath your arm, you feel a bit of a chuckle coming from him. <laughs> I'm gonna just, like, go tighter with him laughing. <laughs> and again, while he is big, he is not super strong. Um, you can feel that you very, can easily overpower him if you need to. Um, Charity's going to sort of turn skosh until unconscious or dead. Uh, uh, and I'd like to med check Hikari. Yeah, Aideen is already almost uh, over there as well. Uh, and Before she unconsciouses or deads him, I'm going to try it one more time. Okay. So give me another. So as she's it. squeezing. Yeah. Give me a med check then. Yeah. 19. A 19. Yeah, um, Hakari is unconscious, um, and her heartbeat has slowed pretty severely. Uh, thoughts on, do I have any thoughts on what could have done this? Slash treatments for it. Um, give me either a history check or a nature check. Burbage is watching this. He feels he he feels very concerned that he caused this somehow. Sixteen the, uh, on history. The Muddy Mary. Um, sixteen. This feels familiar. This feels really familiar to you. Um, you you have a hunch. You um kind of lift up Hakari a little bit and and open her jaw just a bit, and you see just like a little bit of what looks to be black mushrooms. 
Oh, son of a bitch. Growing on the inside. There are black mushrooms growing in my mouth. Oh, not just your mouth. Oof. Uh, that's not sexy. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What does that mean? Not just your mouth. Okay. Okay, well, anyway. I did say it, I guess. Like okay. That. Can so, I detect thoughts? Okay, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, there, yeah, all of these. Yeah. Let's uh, also roll for him. Uh, pff, he rolled a four this time. Yay! Delve deeper into that bitch. Um, all right. So yeah. So as you're as you're again, <laughs> Jesus. Um, as Charity, you're contemplating uh, the next steps here with with that, uh, Clem. You you get images of of uh, of of a dark dark room, um, some sort of large pool of like red liquid. And the Loxodon is stepping up a few stairs toward it. And then out of this pool, um, you see a, a female figure, um, completely naked, but covered in this this blood-like substance, um, stand. Uh, and as she steps out uh, as well... Um, is scaroused. <laughs> you also hear a voice um, that you recognize. Uh and as as the male figure steps out of this pool as well, um, you recognize him as um, Dyer, one of the people that you fought in Goholnia, one of the members of the Red family. Oh, okay. Um... So you're starting to kind of put this all together. He's he's afraid of the family killing him, but maybe more so the Red family, mistakenly perhaps. And I'm gonna just ask. Um just because sometimes if you ask things right they could flash up sure uh, what was the name of the person that you're reporting to again sorry i missed it um he's being choked uh -huh. do you want to loosen up stormbringer to let him answer or it's fine if you don't because she's listening to his head I, I think you can answer i think you can answer with your throat like this you're good yeah you're not listening to me tell you what to do <laughs> but you but you you hear you get a sense there's a uh the name was reese Caldrone, um though you now know him to be dead so it seems like whatever sort of interaction happened between these people it was in the past and not okay. the last was reese Caldrone three days i guess <laughs> yeah yeah okay last and then days, yeah. i'm gonna ask what did you i'm gonna say what'd you do to hikari uh and at this, he, you get an image of him opening a, a small box. And then you see him... Um, the box is empty, though, which is really weird. And you see him uh, helping Burbage set up the snacks. Oh, fuck. Oh. Okay, I am going to uh, share all of that information with Charity via message. So specifically the Red Family, the Reese guy that we killed, and then the the poisoned Burbage snacks. And then Stormbringer, this feels kind of like it's it. He passes out in your arms. Cool. I'm not killing him, okay. um, but I am choking him to consciousness. Yeah, you. Unless he's acting really well, you feel pretty confident this is. Um, based on my own past with mushrooms, what do I think the best treatments for Hakari will be? Um, you nearly died as well from that. How did we stop at that time in the Federo basement? I forget what we did. I was taken into 
death saves, um, I let myself die to heal someone else. He had an antidote that you then gave to charity. We found the antidote like somewhere yeah. in the in the basement. Is well, a reference Burbage, to season one, uh, the Poisoner arc for Charity. Burbage saved some of that antidote. It's been in his inventory all along. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> Pretty convenient, huh? I mean, it's not unheard of that maybe one of you would have grabbed it, but you'd have to have written it down. <laughs> and I doubt it. I mean, maybe, maybe Vimeris had. Yeah, actually, I, I I'm trying to remember. Vimeris might have. Um, yeah. But. Fuck. All right, um, Hakari. Do I have anything in any of my inventory? And that Charity will like now be, be describing good? what this is to both uh, Clem, particularly Clem and Aideen. Yeah, like as a as a person who's an alchemist, just you could say no. But do I have anything or have any knowledge about? Uh, give me shit? a nature check or a um or a history check. Um, okay. Oh my god, you guys are not going to believe this. You had Vimeris's pack. He had a vial of green liquid from the antidote. That's in the party inventory? That's actually in the party inventory. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if we read it down. It was written down on his sheet that I just looked. But we had Vimeris's pack because yeah, we didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Um, so you're searching through sort of your packs. You feel like that's it, it's it that's in there somewhere. Um, and yeah, that's that is kind of the only thing that you can think of right now that would that would help this. Um, and I'm sorry, Clem, would you get 17 nature? Uh, 17 nature. Um, you've never seen a poison like this. Um, you can now start to see stuff growing almost out of Hakari's mouth. It, whatever this is, it's growing on the inside and it's spreading very, very quickly. Like, a, a, you know, a, a very brutal tracheotomy wouldn't work at this point, you don't think. Uh, uh, besides sort of like piercing her lung itself to get her to breathe. Like, I, this is incredibly intense stuff. Oh, I have no idea what to do about it. You don't, yeah. I remember before Charity was able to, like, I think, buy a little time, literally by, like, just trying to clear as many mushrooms as he could. Right, yeah. And Charity's like, try to clear her mouth, digging through packs, digging through packs. <laughs> uh, give me an investigation check for whoever's looking. Burbage, I guess, would frantically be trying to help. I'm going to say this is probably in too tight of a time for me to have guidance, so 13. Sure. Did you say investigation? Yeah. What'd you get? Charity got 13, Burbage got a 7. I'm going to actually spend a sorcery point to reroll. Go ahead. Okay. 18. 18. 18's what you needed. Uh, you are looking through, uh, you find some of Amaris's stuff in your pack, uh, and you realize, okay, you, you pull this out, you pull that out, and you see that green vial, and you're, you just, like, just quickly in your mind just say a thank you to Amaris. Uh, <laughs> that's wild. Yeah. I also am glad that I was like I. I feel yeah, like Vimeris might have, so that you yeah. had to check. <laughs> I had to check. Wow. Uh, and then uh, uh, it's it's essentially what um Burbage did because Burbage I think applied it or Vimeris maybe 
Um, but Burbage, you were there. You saw it. I was gonna say, they were together at least. Yeah. Uh, it was just essentially like putting it on the mushrooms themselves that were growing out of the mouth. They completely dissolved and sort of turned to a gas, um, which then allowed Charity to breathe. So if you want to implement it like that. I'll just sprinkle a little bit on. I am trying to save a little bit in the bottom so I could study yeah, this or Clem yeah, could, could study be, it. It could be about two doses almost. Okay. So you sort of use half of it on this. Um, and immediately the mushrooms start to kind of evaporate and um, uh, you see kind of a, a black gas then just kind of pouring out of Hikari's mouth uh, and you start to hear then <sighs> even though she's unconscious she's breathing heavily so it's a type of poison kind of yeah is it okay it's it's not even almost a poison it's more just a, an effect <laughs> that yeah when ingested um but uh akari seems stable they're just unconscious on the table Everyone is standing up now, uh, looking over at Friendly. Aideen has a bow drawn. But Friendly's unconscious, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go over and med check Friendly. How long do I think, to see how long I think he'll be unconscious. Yeah, give me a med check there. 22. 22. You got at least four hours. Good. It it might go up to eight. Stormbringer's pretty effective. (laughs) Uh, and I think he's stable, just unconscious. Yeah. Um, could we put him in a, I don't know, broom closet or something to the side with someone guarding it? Uh, three guards immediately, yeah. Like, Missy just kind of nods, and three guards come over and Strip him, start dragging him, him away. Feet. Yeah, uh, they're putting, uh, they're trying to put manacles on him, but he's, his feet and hands are just a little too large for normal, so they're tying him up really, really well, dragging him away. <clears throat> So, sorry about all that. Uh, I didn't know. I, I I promise I didn't. I didn't know anything about that. And I, again, truth. I was going to say, I know. In play. And also, believe me, you're not as sorry as he will be. Um, Andy, would, so based on everything that just happened and all the detecting thoughts and communication that was happening, would Burbage have put two and two together that, fuck, like he was helping me with snacks i think so yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, because as soon as it you recognize this as that poisoner's yeah. poison um y- you immediately try to remember when was the last time he had any sort of way to ingest that into hikari snack setting up then makes sense and so yeah burbage i want to clarify he'd been trying to do it with charity shouted out about trying to click clear the mushrooms which I'm realizing, I don't think that's what you needed the investigation check for. So I'm sorry if that was confusing. I, I in the moment, was like, why is Burbage investigating the mushrooms? Today? Oh, no, sorry. Meanwhile, I'm always thinking, like, why is Burbage getting into my bag while I'm <laughs> getting into Vimeris's I bag? assumed you were looking in someone else's bag and we'd it's split up yeah, Vimeris's yeah. stuff. No, I was, I, so, so Burbage had been, like, yeah, frantically trying to clear the mushrooms and then saw the the the, the antidote yeah. um, applied. Yeah. And, and he... Um, yeah, then would have just like just kind of like backed away from everything and s- collapsed back into the the seat that he had been in when he was having what Sam in the chat coined resting Burbage face. Oh, jeez, beautiful. <laughs> Sam, I will take us to Bing right back. I can't do that. 
Yeah, you're not in control, baby. Not in control, baby. <laughs> Charity's going to put up hand. Burbage, really nice job with the snacks and the drinks and everything, but I might recommend that no one consume anything else at this point. Burbage yeah. nods. Burbage nods in agreement. Well, there's no mushrooms anyway, or there's no muffins anyway. Avery, I swear to God, I will come over there. Just not eating, that's what I'm saying. So does that mean we should toss the rest of the snacks, or? So, God, this, <laughs> I feel I feel really bad for Burbage. Charity's oh. just pointing at like Hakari, who's still slumped face first over the table, I, like I mouth one side, a little trail this of mushrooms. Is, are, there, are there mushrooms around Hakari that I could take? Uh, yeah, because Burbage was pulling some out of her mouth and stuff. There, how would I put um, that in my inventory? Very carefully. Hakari lung mushrooms. Sure. Um, lung fungus. Lung yeah, lung fungus. Do that. Lung fungus. And then uh, I'm going to look at Charity holding the antidote, and I'm going to be like, do, do you mind if I also have some of that just to, I could possibly make more. It's if... the making more that I'm interested in, and I was going to suggest that perhaps, oh, I have something for you to look at later, if you don't mind. Besides this. Um, I and, definitely don't uh, mind. Uh, Charity will uh, hand over the uh, vial. <sighs> what the fuck is going on? What are you all into? Okay, sorry. Now that we've looped back around to only people who have agreed to the zone of truth, Charity is just going to have a prolonged look, not at Clem's head, but like, at like not at Clem, but at like the crown of Clem's head. Sure, yeah. Um. Oh, I'll tell the truth. <laughs> And in my head, I'm going to say, literally, nobody's talking to you, asshole. Go back. Fine. Oh, but if you want to tell the truth, you can whisper it to me. That's fine. Okay. Anyway, just a couple of quick questions. Do you serve and or support Goholnia, the Red Family, the Stranger, the Fire Army, Yuzak, and or Behelet? No, says most of the people. What about uh, my head? He didn't say anything. And Pelototh well, goes, he fuck tell no. the truth. <laughs> <laughs> At the fuck no, Charity will point. Uh, are you willing and able to keep, to the best of your knowledge, to keep what we discuss here today secret? Yes. Hell yes. <laughs> really bringing the enthusiasm today, Pelototh. I appreciate it. Uh, and are you willing to fight for the defense of Cliff Mill and Banya from the forces of Behelet? Of course. Among other things. Slightly disquieting with the enthusiasm now, but... <laughs> Okay, so, and at this, I think for the sake of time, we can yada yada the laying out what's happening uh, portion of things, but Charity would discuss what Pelototh and Aideen uh, have described in terms of the nature of the forces, which I guess for people watching, uh, an army of fire elementals with 1,200-ish fire elementals Ifritis probably serving as commanders led by the ancient red dragon Ragnir um, are making a beeline for here and will be here in now 15 days. The overlay needs to get a counter. Um, oh, uh, sorry, just realized that. Um, How would that work in game time? Reflecting in game time on a counter on the overlay. Oh, I'll just show how many days are left and then I can. Iterate Manually. down when we skip oh, days. Oh, it wouldn't be a real time. No, okay. no, 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 no,
I, I was like, I can't, I can't do the infinite to one day bullshit of D and D. Yeah, <laughs> programmatically. Um, so Charity would sort of lay that out and let the room sort of absorb that for a minute. Uh, he would also indicate to Aideen that it's fine to drop the Zone of Truth spell at this point. Um, uh, do you, and you do you tell everyone about Hellfire, the Behalit stuff, or mostly focused on the attack coming? I, I, I mean, I already specified. Do they serve Behalit and the forces of Behalit? Right. right. Um, I think that this would it would include the tenor of this army is attempting to serve and bring Behalit literally into this world, which will have probably cataclysmic to apocalyptic effects at that point. So we need stop. We can't take on an army of flame. That's not, that's not, this is Cliff Mill. We, we doubled our size when people visited this. Uh, and at this, Charity will like open one of the cases that, you know, Aideen had brought and slap down a map of Cliff Mill that shows sort of a pair of ditches around it, uh, etc. And then just pages of notes. No, you can't as you are now. Pelototh, how many dragons do you think you can find inside two weeks who are willing to help? I don't know if they're willing to help, but I can get two of them. At the very least, we'll have your assistance? Yes. That will help greatly. Um, Avery, would you or your mother or someone, I don't know, Theodric, be willing to send troops from Diefield? I, I, you, you didn't have to ask Thedric, and I'm not on speaking terms with him at the moment, but uh, I, he would do it for you, Burbage. Does Burbage know why they, why Avery and Thedric wouldn't be on speaking terms? No, that sounded a little weird, but... Um, yeah, and, and did Avery say anything to Burbage about their mother, where their mother is? Right uh, you heard from Aideen that she was on her way to help take care of Avery. Right. Um, and that was even a few... When was that? A couple weeks ago? I don't... As far as Burbage knows, he doesn't have a way of communicating anything to Theodric, right? Well, when Hakari wakes up. Or you could just speak loudly near the dragonfly pin. Right. He's tried that before. Um, yeah, weird. Yeah, Burbage will clock this part of the conversation and, and nod to Avery. But he's he's noted this. I also assume we can work on. Sorry, I also assume logistically these towns are close enough that there would be like carrier pigeons or things between them, like regular rapid communication between Cliffmill and Diefield could be. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. Sorry, I meant specifically that. Um, And Charity's just going to sort of go through the list, um, uh, asking Aideen to reach out as she knows how to to crotch the sticky. Um, suggesting that perhaps uh, any and all pirates that are willing to sail alongside Crotch for a good fight in saving the world and maybe getting paid. Oh, she, I think she'd love that. Certainly. I can reach out. Uh, tell her to be on the lookout for a dryad and or a very colorful parrot. Sure. She'll probably know what I mean. Um, 
We have other contacts. Uh, there are those who fight the Goholnians within Goholnia. They might be willing to lend a hand. Uh, I think that we've met a very helpful goat in the past who could be useful. Uh, Clem, you keep mentioning a teacher, colleague, Siren. Uh, I've heard his mentioned a few times as being very intelligent and a massive asshole. Any chance that he'd be willing to help? I don't think so, right? Because he's isn't he in Goholnia? You would doubt it. I mean, that's where he's stationed. Right. He doesn't care about Goholnians. I don't he think only he cares, cares about, about politics. About yeah. and um, this is not less... only is he an asshole, but he's uh, he's one of those intelligent people that's also an idiot, uh, and is really selfish and kind of only cares about himself and his work. It's part of why I don't work with him anymore. I don't think I could convince him to do anything. His work might be interrupted if a god destroys the world. I mean. We could try, but last time we were literally in his house and he wasn't there, so I'm not exactly sure how to get a hold of him. We could leave a message with the sentinel thing. I had a name, I don't remember it. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, try. Charity is occasionally also like in this packet of papers and stuff he's put out, looks over at the little sending slate for um, Absalom Frey, waiting to see if there's been a response. I also believe that I should be able to get some... Of alien forces, hopefully. You see, dot 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 dot. He's typing. <laughs> God, his handwriting is slow. <laughs> Am I still? At, at this point, Hakari. <sighs> yeah, you you like wake up and uh, feel very weird. She's gonna want some tea. Oh. I say this from experience. And put some brandy in it. Um. But yeah, Charity, uh, so let's see, that covered uh, Lomina. Uh, does anyone here, I know that the Goholnians invaded Wigmoles. Do we have any contacts with anyone there? They gotta hate the Goholnians, right? Anyone? Yeah. Don't think you guys know a lot of Wigmolians. I wasn't yeah. sure if anyone, Missy knew of anyone, because there's, Missy, there's been yeah. lots of new people in from into the sure. town. I, I mean, you could ask uh, Arrange, uh, see if anyone from Wigmills, but uh, I, I don't know of anyone specifically. Okay, there's that group that was going to send me a sending spell again. They've got a very chatty mage and Roburn. They should be able to help. Uh, Missy, how many more militia do you think we could get here inside two uh, weeks? I mean, we could maybe get a hundred more people. Probably not all of them fight or so. They would need... Uh, equipment, training, we could probably do it. Uh, it would cost over a thousand gold, twelve hundred maybe. Um, we can take care of that in the town's coffers, though. That's fine. Okay. Uh, uh, Charity's going to sort of look to everyone at the table, including the members of the family. Do you know anyone else who could and would help? I... I might have been out for this, but did you mention Hamster Lad? Uh, he's uh, writing. Uh, Charity will turn the little slate around. It's going dot, 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 dot. He's, he's working on it. Did you send him a message other than the one? Uh, I had, I had said, it. like, we needed to talk ASAP. <laughs> I bet I could send him something that might get a quick response. <laughs> Charity's just going to slide the tablet and, like, <laughs> okay. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> we can't hear you. 
God damn it. There's a, a little bit of chalk tied to, uh, on a string to the end of the tablet if you wanted to write a message, Akari. Or contact him another way. Yeah, I might take the tablet and uh, go elsewhere. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask her about some sending spells, but uh, that can come later. I won't be long. Uh, it, anyone else? Um, Andy? Yes. What would... What, what would Burbage's current relationship with the Thieves Guild B. Uh, uh, you, well, that's complicated. Right. Burbage I, I, believes I, that his relationship is quite good with the Thieves Guild <laughs> in Federa. Okay, well, yeah, like, yes, Burbage would maybe assume that, but also Burbage isn't a total idiot. Like, he knows that uh, his... He's been he's played very fast and loose with his name and people are writing books about him and the family and it's I I, I guess in, in Burbage's mind it's like what's the phrase? It's a crapshoot? Is that what people say? It's a crapshoot? Mm-hmm. Um does he even have like a like a contact in the in the Thieves Guild? Or like uh, an he, old friends? Or? Your best friend in it was the butcher who lived downstairs. Right, who once like brought some meats up to us and gave us a secret message, and... who brought floppy bacon into our lives, and finally let the damned stranger beckon. Missy also says to a guard, uh, "Get Valier. Uh he, yeah, get go get him. He'll be in the tavern. Uh, tell Warford we need him. I know he's his best customer, but he might have a contact in Bavolia itself, in the city. Maybe we can talk to the king and and get." Troops, this is what they should be doing. Much. Uh, besides that, at this at this charity is kind of trying to call everyone around so that I sort of pictured this as, you know, a conference table sort of style yeah. where everyone was looking at this. Charity is like bringing everyone around to look at the things he's drawn, the, the sort of plans, the to-dos, the just things we need to do, prep the town, fireproof it, train medical you know, backup personnel, not fighters at all, but yeah. et cetera. Um, find everyone possible who can use thaumaturgy if they'd be willing to help. They don't have to go into combat necessarily. Um, okay. Find uh, casters. Um, look for magical items, particularly dust of dryness, which is a more common uh, one. Any magical sure. ammunition. Uh, God willing, if anywhere, because there's markets right in the outside of the city, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, a ring of spell storing, uh, at least one would be amazing. Uh, Charity's like, I remember once uh, we heard references uh, about a forest spirit nearby in the in the forest to the east. Sure, I mean that's a story though. I don't know how okay, much. Okay, well, could... so's Behelit. You're you're right, you're right. <laughs> Uh, and, and Missy's starting to make um, you know, notes and, and missives, and she's just handing them off to guards who are just running out of the room as you're talking and stuff. Yeah. Um, but just so sort of uh, running through all of those. Uh, I'm, yeah. Akari, you can see the massive uh, spreadsheet that I'm looking through. <laughs> nice. Akari, you get a message back uh, from um, Absalon uh, and... Uh, unless you wanted to go into what you sent him. No, I, I, I don't think that'd be appropriate. Fair, fair. <laughs> so you get a message back. Um, dear love, 
Uh, I am busy right now. I can talk later unless you uh, talk in my head. Talk in his head? You can send messages to people. Oh, okay. Uh, sup? <laughs> Do you cast a fourth level spell to say sup? It just says that? Like, I... I... I can't do like a conversation back and forth. Not back and forth. Okay. You, you so can, I will cast a spell to send him like what's going on and you have, you have 20 words. To... Okay. That that would be a great podcast episode title. Do you cast a fourth level spell to say sup? <laughs> Push the talk again. I'm so put your fist down cuz I'm doing it. What are you doing? <laughs> You're so Fine. sad. <sighs> hey. He knows who it's from, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey, need help gathering people to fight. Does the army have a name or whatever that we know of? Fire, flame, armies, you know. Fire army. Um, could be good for you if you come help. <laughs> and how did you spell come? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. We'll leave that up to the imagination. <laughs> Yeah. It's just a phonetic message. Yeah. Um, right. Help. I don't know. What's that? Like 10, 20. Answer back. Ten or so. You were ASAP. counting. Huh? You were counting. Probably, it probably also mentioned Cliff Mill. Oh. Uh, in Cliff Mill, need help ASAP. Oh, that's like 15. Love Hikari. After a couple smiley of Smiley face, smiley face, smiley face. After a couple moments, uh, you hear back, uh, Dear Love. Oh That's what it sounds like in my head. Yeah. It's his voice. That's his voice. It's been a while. Listen, Shari, uh, we're about to fight these fire folk for ourselves. We got three of them in our sights right now. Any tips? The end? You know, Aideen, uh, had scattered ahead and come across kind of a search party of these things. She might have tips or, uh, or, you know, whatever. I will go talk to Aideen. After right, so Hakari comes back in, Hakari comes back in and, uh, kind of says, Oh, it seems like hamster lad is dang it. I did it is <laughs> about to sneak up on a small group of these fire elementals. And immediately Aideen rushes over, uh, and kind of just grabs you by the shoulders a little bit. And she's like, uh, tell him, uh, tell him there's, there's 12 of them. There's not three, there's 12. The, the, they take three and they just put them out in the middle of nowhere. And the others are uh, something like they're embers. They're not actually glowing right now. Quickly. Okay, so I cast, what is it, sending again? Sure. Um, And relay that, however, that it's, <laughs> do I have to do the counting? No, you <laughs> Yeah, basically that it's actually 12. It looks like three. It's an illusion. It's an ambush. (laughs) It's an ambush. Do not engage or whatever. Sorry. All right. Uh, You don't get a response back. Andy. I think it's fine, Darcy. I think it worked. He asked for tips. He got tips. I think they're... I think they're fine, right? And as we all mourn the death of Absalom Frey, <laughs> why don't we go ahead and take More? a break here? <laughs> Andy. <laughs> all right, everybody. We're going to come be... back with a black eye. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> all right, everybody. From we're running gonna... into a door. 
Jesus. All right, okay. Let's let's pull it back from <laughs> just kidding, domestic just kidding. violence humor. Boots <laughs> and dragons, everybody. Sorry, that was inappropriate. I apologize. We'll be back in about thirteen minutes at the top of the hour. See you. Manage your fluids, everyone. Hello, everyone. I'm the voice inside Clem's noggin, and I'm here to say welcome back to the stream. Oh yes, it was lovely right before we managed all of our fluids. Hikari almost died. That was scary. Ooh, and also. There was a bunch of planning going on. It was lovely. So, what would you like to do this, now? This I, I'd like to break some like Twitch code of conduct or something. I, I also really want just like when Hakari sings canonically, it's in game. I now want the recaps to canonically happen in Clem's head, <laughs> but just like the mid session ones. <laughs> Fair. She's like, "Why are you telling me this? Who are you talking just to?" Keeping it straight for myself. So yeah, so you've made you made a bunch of plans. Uh, we haven't heard back from Absalon yet. Um, hopefully, you were able to get that message to him in time. Um, and what else would you all like to do? Uh, Charity is gonna, I think, probably turn like so. The thing that we probably haven't decided, and we should decide before we go much further, is if the next place we're going is Federa, when do we leave? I figure we have some business we should finish up here at least today. Do we head out tomorrow? Rested, refreshed. How are we getting there again? Teleportation stuff? Oh, uh, shit. We have... By ship, wouldn't it take, like, at least a month? Yeah, it would take two. Yeah. Like, I can, uh... <clears throat> teleport us into the <clears throat> Temple of Rin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which is probably chock-fill of people trying to kill us. But on the plus side, uh, according to something she yelled the last time, I believe Stormbringer might have a chance of getting her dagger back. I've yeah, never seen they her... do that to me. I've never seen you fight with a dagger. I can only assume that you're actually referring to a short sword of some kind based on your stature. No, like, it's a dagger, but, like, I never really fought with it because I got it that same day. It was a weird situation. Then I got it, and then they took it away from me, and they said they'd give it back, and then they didn't give it back. I tried to sneak it in. It didn't work. I don't know why. I'm pretty sneaky. So there's that, but we should probably be prepared to, you know, potentially immediately fight upon stepping through the teleportation gate. So I might recommend that we send our missives, um, Hakari... Besides uh, sex ending, uh, the hamster lad, uh, <laughs> we're also going to possibly, if you'd be willing, need to send a few other messages to some people, the goat, sure. uh, etc. Um, trying to get them to gather here. Those need to be sexy as well. <laughs> no. Can you not hear me? Yeah. Okay. Can everyone hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Sorry. And on the, do those need to be sexy as well? No, no, probably. Uh, you'll know everyone that you're sending it to, and I'll leave it up to you to decide as long as the main content of Get to Cliff Mill is there, then your choice. Sweet. Burbage, you noticed like a lot of chalk just on sort of the bust area of uh, Hakari. Chalk. 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 Mm -hmm. Right. Um, <laughs> Not cock. 
That's a good moment for the podcast. Just (laughs) serial repetitions of the word Uh, chalk. Well, um, does Burbage have a sense of where that's? Oh, oh, I see. Are you making a joke? Nope. Now I understand. That's what's on Hankari. I thought you were uh, giving me useful information. Said you were giving me body information. Body. Sorry, that took me so long, folks. <laughs> You're good. Uh, so yeah, when are you thinking of trying to leave? Lem is just along for the fucking ride. So uh, when were the when were the Goliaths supposed to get here? I don't need to ask it in Starburst voice. Today, probably sometime. And Galway's charity is proposing we leave tomorrow. Uh, basically. Today. Okay, then that, that's fine. It seems like time is one of the most sort of constrained resources we have. So, and we have a fair amount we need to do in Fidero. Um, yeah. A whole bunch of things that didn't go on in the meetings. We also have a whole bunch of people to either meet up with or try to recruit there. In addition to Hellfire, Makari's necklace. I'm sure a lot of murder. <sighs> fucking tunnel down to the voice of Bell and break his neck. Um, so... Given that it will probably be, you know, recommendable for us to take care of anything in town that we need to do today, a lot of messages are going to need to be sent, a lot of preparation generally, we can help get things set up, but I figure it would be better if we had a chance of maybe making it back here before, you know, fire army. So we're going somewhere and then coming back? Yep. So wait, we're... Where are we going and then coming back? I'm confused now. Fidero. Going to Fidero, finding uh, your necklace. Yes. Hellfire. Hopefully recruiting some more people. Uh-huh. Beating some answers out of Ponway. Or speak to dead on his corpse. Beat some answers out of his ghost. Uh hopefully just kill a whole list of people that I just asked if anyone had allegiance to. Uh get back Stormbringer's dagger. <laughs> yeah. Anyone else? And then have any- we're coming back here to fight. Yes. Got it. At least a fire army, possibly also a god. You know, take what the dice give you. As Charity has laid all this out, you you do get, all of you, this kind of immediate but dreadful sense of, this might be the last time you're in a safe place. So make it count. What do you want to do today? Uh, if generally we can kind of yada yada any other messages etc that needed to be sent or arranged um with missy mundane ones uh the sendings that uh charity would think would be potentially useful would be uh the goat um who hikari met and so knows uh and uh brick um leader of the goholnian resistance forces um i think that was probably most of the ones that we needed to sending to. I don't think we can sending to, well, I guess, I knew Roburn. I was going to say Roburn's group because I have no idea who was sending to me. They were just very chatty. You had a name and me, but that's it. Uh, all right. Uh, Hakari, who do you want to send to first? So how many are there? Two or three? Uh, if you include Roburn, three? Three? Sorry. Okay. Uh, do we uh, think that... Uh, we want Akari to do a sending to Theodric. Oh, it's weird because we know that 
Burbage's mother is on the way. I don't know if we have a timeline, if, if she'll get here before we leave. Um, maybe she could have a way to contact Phaedric, or maybe, for all Burbage knows, Mummy knows best and already is anticipating. Um, uh, Missy is already in, in the uh, in process of sending the message to uh, Diefield. As it's like more of the a mayor. formal mayor thing to mayor. Hey, can you help us out? But again, yeah, a, a more personal connection would help, maybe. Um, all right. Well, yeah, Burbage, I guess, uh, would. Yeah, he's he's still he's 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 feeling very moody and self-blamey about the snack situation. But I'm not gonna have that like make him be he's like, yeah, laugh, Andy. That's like. <laughs> That I could that could really fuck Burbage up, but I'm deciding that like while it probably has, he's not gonna let it make him like completely unproductive. So <laughs> um he will uh work out work with Missy on including with the message like a, a personal uh touch to, to Theodric. Excellent, yeah. Because we shouldn't, we wouldn't think from Diefield there would be any need, like, for the immediacy of sending, right? The timeline Pro- it takes the message right. to get there, and then the time it would take the troops if they acted quickly. Exactly, yeah. It, it should only take a week for him to travel, so you got some leeway. Uh, and at this point, the door opens again, a couple guards uh, introduce a dwarf uh, who who has a giant red beard with gems uh, sort of braided into it. Uh, and he steps in. Hey, Missy, what you want? I was drinking in the tavern. It's 9.45. Ah, he was three deep. Kegs deep. Is he just the source of the town's economy? Uh, a little bit. He's he's insanely wealthy. Um, also, Valer, ah, uh, listen. Um, do you have any contacts in Bovelia City itself? Maybe with the king? We got a bit of a shit show coming here, and we need every soldier we can get. Uh, I suppose I could run up the flagpole a bit of something, but all right. Um... Uh, if the king sends any troops, it'll be three weeks before they get here. Two? Two weeks? Nope, three, I said. Uh, no, uh, <clears throat> you were misunderstanding. I was implying that it needs to be in two weeks. Uh, two weeks? That's, uh, you're not going to get any force large enough to help in a battle in two weeks from Bavalia. Maybe if you super tried? I'm sure I'll super try. <laughs> okay. Okay, so, look, I, when you're not drunk, do you listen to any of the news or rumors flying around? Yeah, sure. I heard the rumor about a dragon coming into town. <coughs> Big as ice. Okay, okay yeah. Pelototh just sighs. <sighs> there, there were t- two, but it's fine. Anyway, um, any others from the world at large, perhaps to the west? The West. When the sun sets in the West, it's gonna be a good night. Hmm. Mm. This guy knows what I'm talking about. Well, I. That was Adam, not. Well, <laughs> why the fuck not? 
Charity just has an eminently pained expression on his face. Yeah, th- this guy does not seem like he's going to be able to get a job done with Ovelia City. Um, another means or more motivation or something like that. Uh, Charity is also going to sort of just write on the tablet. Can you get forces from the king? Because he'd made reference to being associated with the king of Bavalia. He's a lord of Bavalia. He's a yeah. lord of Bavalia, but like he mentioned, uh, I think arm wrestling or something with the king. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. No just as a note, would also be helpful. Cool. Uh, Cherry's going to sort of look at the remaining toxins. I don't even want to. But a cloth just sort of wipes down the tablet. It's fine. It's fine. Um, look, uh, I'm sorry. What was your name again? Oh, Valeri. Valeri. What motivates you besides alcohol? Money, but I got plenty of that. I used to be into women. Then I was into men. Then I was into everyone. Now I'm not, because I'm old. Um... I'm pretty fine. Pretty fine right now. Thank you very much. I'll see you later, Missy. Uh, you know, at the tavern. And he'll start to... Charity, Charity will hold up a finger. If he doesn't do his utmost to have troops here within two weeks... What's the barkeep's name at the tavern? The one who took over Wolf, from Missy? Wolf, uh, Wolfric. Wolfric? Wolfram? I don't remember. Wolfie? It is a uh, wolf... Wolfa Farwinter. Wolfa. Wolfa. Can Wolfa just cut him off? Uh, he sure can. Did you hear that, Valeri? That Wolfa just cut you off. You won't have any drink in this area. And he looks just daggers at Missy. He'll do what I can. Also, is there any uh, particular alcohol that you enjoy from Federo? I can grab something for you. Federo has a beautiful whiskey. Uh, I've heard there's a druidic whiskey that's oh, there. God. Oh, if I could get my lips around that druidic whiskey, you know what I'm saying. Okay, so do everything you can, and I will absolutely try to bring you some of that. He'll go to shake your hand. Is that the deal? Charity will extend his hand. Hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. I'll be back. And he's gone. Charity's going to look up. Burbage, is it weird that I feel more ethically ambiguous about promising that man more alcohol than I did about threatening friendly with death? Yeah, maybe. Eh, these are strange times. In his defense, druidic whiskey is quite good. If I had any left, I'd give him some myself. Best to hold the motivation where it is, I think. And Hikari, do you uh, send messages to um, your three people there? Yes, yeah, so are you going to make me count out? three of them no you're fine they say okay can we go over again though who sending to so the the goat um the goat druid uh who doesn't answer you you just kind of get a (laughs) back in your head that's an answer (laughs) (laughs) um you uh also um it was uh, the goat brick and rober right and uh with brick uh you get a there's um, a lot we need to do here. Uh, I'm, I'm so sorry about your troubles, but uh, this place is ripe to for revolution. We almost have control of the city. I, 
I will respectfully have to pass. So that actually one sounds like a no so far. And then as you contact uh, Roburn, uh, oh God, Hikari, um, thank you for contacting us. Uh, I'm happy that you're out of wherever you were. Enmi can also contact you. She's here in Federo with us. You'll you'll find us. Uh, you'll find us um, every day uh, at at ten o'clock uh, at at Missy's, uh, not Missy, uh, Miss D's. I was like, wait, what? Moxie's, Moxie's. That's the name. Like, hurry, tell her I say hi. Tell, tell her I say hi, and I'm, I'm excited to see her soon. Tell Robo, Robo in that. That's another yeah. fourth level spell. <laughs> I'll include it as PS uh, SB says hi. We'll say that that was part of the first message. I yeah. was going to say, we knew yeah. who we yeah. were sending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One other thing that, because uh, Charity knows roughly how like the house worked and it's not fully under their control. Uh, the other thing, the other writer he would have put in on that message uh, would have been, if you're with the Grung again, more poison would be great. <laughs> yeah. Fair. And uh, yeah, that was those three then. I think we're sort of free to then break to take care of other things. Um, I would like to utilize this time to yes. uh, do some artificer infusions. Excellent. What are you infusing? Uh, so since I leveled up so quickly, I'm suddenly like, oh shit, I could do so much. Uh, and I can infuse more than one thing after a long rest too. I double checked. Um, so I'd like to infuse, I'm going to fin- uh, take away the infusion on something that I have that I've literally had since the beginning and never used, which is my <laughs> enhanced quarterstaff. Ooh. Uh, was like I should have it as a backup just in case and you know literally never hit somebody with a quarterstaff ever um and so I'm going to get rid of that and I would like to work on infusing uh the belt of hill giant strength okay and uh ring of protection but basically says I can touch an item and infuse it with that like it's not a process so if I just can get like a mundane belt and a mundane ring Easily done in the town. Yeah. yeah. Uh, copper. That's all it would take. Okay. Good. So, yeah, you're working on that? Yeah. So, I'd like to do those. And it, I don't, I think that it's literally just touch and magically infuse. You see Randolph next to you with a cupcake? You have no idea where he got it. Randolph. And he's just sort of holding it lightly. Did I squeezing. see cupcakes on the snack table at the meeting or no? No. Okay. I just want to make sure they weren't going to be mushroom cupcakes. Sure. You know? Yeah. He's just squeezing it. Randolph, I don't know yeah. if you can eat. I don't. I don't think you have a digestive system. Uh, should I mean, you know? <laughs> Wouldn't you well, have had to have installed it? But he could have a magical digestive system. And he smashes right it slowly into the side of his face. Now you're gonna have to bathe. Do you want to bathe, Randolph? Don't touch me. I won't <laughs> touch yourself. Oh God, I'm like, and I'm just gonna Randolph like so find a bucket of water and just kind of like pour it over Randolph's face without touching him. He starts to spin slowly in circles. Oh my God! Good boy, Randolph. You're a good boy. Mm-hmm. Um. So once I finish making the belt of yeah. Hill Giant Strength, I would like to find. I'm assuming I don't have to go far to find Stormbringer because I'm assuming she didn't let me out of her sight. So 
<laughs> yep, yep, you turn around. <laughs> uh, hey, Stormbringer. Hey, come. So I know that I've got this weird guy in my head, but one of the perks is I know a lot more stuff now. So uh, I made this for you. And it's going to make you even more strong and powerful when you put it on. Oh, I like being strong and powerful. Is it evil? No, no. This is this has nothing to do with this jackass. This is just something I figured out on my own. Okay. You know how I have the the boots that can make me jump backwards? Because I have the boots of the winding path that I use in the fights sometimes. Yeah. And I've had that lantern before that I could see invisible things. And that's how yeah, I found I out. Yeah, I definitely actually remember that. Yeah. So this is just like that. It's just, it's a, it's a thing I can do. So this will make you even stronger with your weapons. Oh, okay. That sounds cool. Yeah. So I will give you the belt of hill giant strength, which strength. makes your strength 21 now. Lovely. And I will give myself the Ring of Protection, which increases my AC by one and gives me a plus one to all saving throws. Solid. I also think, sorry, that just as the final thing, I will take the um, the Feet of Tough, okay. which increases my hit point maximum by twice my level and then plus two at each level. Mm-hmm. I am just very nervous about Clem being very fragile mm. for this final fight. And so, you know, no other feats really worked for like, magic-y stuff and this is better than in- increasing constitution because yeah go Clem get... is tough yeah this makes sense yeah so i will get uh 26 hit points now added to my maximum Solid. and then plus two every time so now i'm at 156 All right i am like i am determined everybody's so much stronger than me and tougher and i'm like i'm going to make it really hard for me to die i swear your hit points are 156 yes yeah that's like 50 more than me yeah <laughs> Yeah, pretty, Clem, Clem is pretty, pretty close here. Yeah. Felt very weak compared to everybody else in terms of like how, you know, so it's just for the, the fight is trying to kind of make it so. I love it. My, my, strength, so. my strength is not how much damage I absorb. It's how much I make go away and how much I put out. <laughs> um, While we're, we split up to do things, right? Mm-hmm. I would just like to go get some healing potions, stuff like that, or anything to like, if there'd be, I mean, I have a spell that increases my AC, but you know, if there's anything that would maybe help with that kind of stuff. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so you wander around uh, kind of the caravan outside the actual walls of the city. Um, and there are, uh, this is the most vibrant you know, makeshift market you've ever seen. This rivals some like stuff in Fidero. Um, it's they have lots of little uh, uh, trinkets and and baubles uh, and that sort of thing that might be magical. And um, you come across um, a cloak of protection um, that. Uh, that they say is is incredible. Uh, you would really need this. This this is the sort of thing that is the difference between life and death. And it's oh, it's grand. It's grand, and it would look beautiful on you. So I try the cloak on. Is it real? Uh, seems to be. You can give me an Arcana check. Incidentally, Charity was also going to do some shopping, so he might sure. tag along. Yeah, Charity can help with the Arcana check. Sorry, did intelligence yeah if you would have helped that'd be great i mean yeah he certainly would have no you did our crown the first time Good. Never mind. so i think it's an it's a 19 based on the first roll 
19 is great. Yeah, you are sure that this is a cloak of protection. You're not sure how much, I guess, but probably plus one. Luckily, it might be plus two, but... To, like, my AC or what? Yeah. Okay. AC and saving um, throws. I think it's the same as the effect that yeah. Clemens okay. had. So I know it's at least plus one. Yeah. How would I find out if it was more? Just uh, get hit? You'll know once you put it on or attune to it. Okay, attune to once it, I attune yeah. to it. Okay, so yeah, I'll buy that. Uh, that is 8,600 gold pieces. <laughs> Whoa, never mind. <laughs> I can't afford that. Fair. A healing potion. Uh, yes, this vendor also has uh, four healing potions uh, and two potions of greater healing. Uh, how much are each? How much is each healing potion? How much is each greater healing? Fifty for the lower ones, and then one hundred and fifty for the greater. So that would be how much for all of them? I'm sorry. Two hundred for the regular and three hundred for the two others. Five hundred total. So five hundred total. Sure, I'll get all of them. So how many is? I'm sorry. How many is that again? Four normal. Four. Four normal, two extreme. <laughs> well, two, yeah, two uh, greater healing potions because that's different than the extreme Baja Blast one. <laughs> um, and Charity, yeah, did you uh, sort of want to look around? Um, yeah. There was a guard that said there was a, a ring of spell storing somewhere in the caravan, but he wasn't able to actually find the vendor that had it. Okay. Um, I'd probably be looking around, around, yeah, for people with uh, magical items uh, and. Items that would go with magic or mm -hmm. uh, healing, generally. Um, you see an, uh, a disturbing sight, Charity. Um, cool. There's a cart that no one seems to be visiting, um, but there are three tall hooded figures so that you can't see their face, uh, and they all seem to be staring straight at you. You've seen these guys before in Federo. Where was that in Federo? In the market. Main market. No Akari. one seemed to... Yeah. Akari. Yes? Do you see three really weird figures right over there? Nope. Do I recognize them? Oh, I you don't, don't see even any. see them. Uh, no. I don't see anyone over there. Ah, oh, fuck me running. <sighs> that all? Um, just, uh, I don't know. Keep your eye on me for a second. I'm just going to sort of walk towards them. Hi. How you doing? They are unmoving. But except the middle one just nods slightly and slowly to you. Are you all supernatural merchants of some description? I can't hear you. They push a rather large display box toward you and open up the front so that you see. And there are probably seven or eight rings uh, in this. You sell rings? push it slightly more toward you. This isn't how sales transactions normally work. I don't know if anyone's ever given you that feedback if you solicit customer reviews. One just kind of leans in, towering over you just slightly. You still can't see the what's under the hood. It's just dark and black in there. Hi. Uh, I want to... I know that I don't have a lot to go on, but... I kind of want to check, do I think these figures are malicious to me? Give like, me an insight roll with disadvantage. Yeah, like, I've come across lots of weird. Yeah. So I feel like I wouldn't necessarily be massively put off by the weird, but I'm like, are you all trying to kill me? Yeah. Um, insight, disadvantage, I will have guidance up because I have no reason sure. not to. It rolled from a 19 to a fumble? 
uh, I am going to uh, spend a sorcery point uh, to okay. roll a single die and take that result. Uh, insight. So it's actually just the first of these. So 14 okay. plus 2, 16. Nice. All right. Um, you you get the sense this is weird, and it certainly is intimidating, but it doesn't feel malicious to you. Because in the past, I'm the only one who could see them, right? Yeah. Like, no one else with us in Federa, because I think I was with Vimeris, and he couldn't see yeah. them. Right. <clears throat> yeah, sure, what the hell. Uh... And I'll just look at the rings. Excellent. Give me an arcana check. 22. 22. Cool. Um, with a 22, you find um, a ring of the ram, uh, a ring of spell storing, um, a ring of plant growth, a ring of uh, talk to plants and animals, uh, and a ring of sunlight. And there's three more that you don't know what they are. Um, and I assume by knowing these, I know what they do. So I can look generally, at yeah, since I, you since I don't, I don't know them off the top of my head. Right. Like, uh, so plant growth, talk to plants, ring of the ram, which spell I storing, sunlight. spell storing yeah. and sunlight. And so looking at that, I would assume like I'm looking at the actual description. I'm fine with charity, not knowing all of that, but like, it's a thing mm-hmm. that can attack. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh, gonna point at the spell storing. I say with great hesitancy. How much? The one on the right just extends his hand out to you. As the hand sits there, Charity's gonna like reach into his bag and put a pen in it, and then put a piece of paper. How much? It tips it off, and that's a good pen. <laughs> resets. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so incidentally, can Hakari still see me? Yes, Hakari sees you. Yeah, I'm just like interacting with the air. To, it's weird, Hakari. Your your position. It looks like Charity's. Uh, like it's kind of weird because in your mind, you kind of look over and it looks like he's buying cupcakes. Uh, and then you sort of blink and turn away a second, and, and now he's like at a shield vendor. Um, he's at a what? Shield vendor. Uh, and he's he's it's weird because he, he doesn't seem to be moving much, but your brain doesn't want to find meaning in that. You're you're just very quickly glancing over to see where he is. And then you don't care almost uh, about what he's doing. It's weird about how do I think I could normally af- afford a ring of spell storing? I mean, yeah, they could be kind of expensive, but um, theoretically, yeah. Charity uh, will sort of like. Look at them. Uh, I'm going to put a thousand gold pieces um, and a drift globe on his hand. Um, yeah, so you take the thousand gold and like as, you're, yeah, yeah. as you're reaching out uh, very quickly, he, he grabs like your wrist and his long kind of pale cold hand kind of entirely encapsulates your hand holding the bag and it feels tingly. It's, it's a weird sensation, and you hear, deal! And you totally kinda, didn't just sell your soul or anything, Charity. He kind of tips his head to the side just a little. I generally don't engage in deals that I don't understand the exchange of. 
He lets go of your hand and starts to slowly shut the case. Pulls it back very slowly away from you. Are y'all just sort of always following me? Or do you actually move from place to place? Who else shops here? Do you have, like, business bureau reviews? Yelp. I'm just, he didn't say that. No. <laughs> deal. What is the deal? It's not a deal if one party doesn't know. He extends his hand to you. Based on the feeling that I had, his demeanor, all of this, do I, is there any way I can try to figure out what I think the deal is? History check? <laughs> See if you've ever heard of this kind of thing before? Yeah, I mean, sure, why the fuck not? <laughs> We're talking to three, like, ten-foot-tall hooded figures that are, like, the ghosts of Christmas future. Might as well. Um, 21 and... 24. Uh, you've never re yeah, really heard something like this um it, people make deals with entities for power it is a common trope uh in you know this world but you don't know of vendors that <laughs> would do this this is a weird sort of presentation um yeah it's it's really hard to tell uh, otherwise yeah you think you guess that they want something of you itself almost um because they liked it when they were holding your hand um, but that's about it. If I need like a few hours to think about this, are you going to be here or are you going to like reapparate in the town square or what? I'm saying if in the future I want deal, where will you be? You remember last time you met them, uh, when you showed a little bit of disinterest and kind of walked away, you could then no longer see them. And you never saw them again in Videro. This is not an efficient franchise model. <laughs> hey, yo, yeah, you know what? Um, as an ex-warlock, I'ma just say no to the deal that I don't understand. <laughs> you hear all three of them start to... <laughs> I'm sorry, maybe if you had a terms and conditions sheet. Son of a bitch. At this, um, you hear a... <laughs> a bit of thunder starts to kind of roll in the distance. It just draws your attention away for a second. And as you come back, they're gone entirely. Church is just going to take like the piece of paper and the pen that he still had and just like write a scathing review. Leave it on the ground. <laughs> Stormbringer, as you're standing next to Clem, you hear this horn in the distance. You recognize this horn. It's soft, it's echoing, but you know it's coming from like the northwest. Clem, um, I think I think exciting I think I think I think the Goliaths are here. Um but I'm just gonna pick you up, okay? I, I, I wanted to do some shopping. You could shop later. I don't know that I can. Start heading uh, north. <laughs> yeah, so, I'm gonna boots of the winding path out of okay. uh, Stormbringer's arms. <laughs> That's fine. And be standing back where we started. Fair. Clem. I just want to go shopping. You're welcome to join if you'd like. 
I really promise I'm not going to do anything fucky. I just gave you a gift. You can start to feel the soft rumble underneath your feet. Okay, fine, Clem. But if you go evil or blow things up again when you're out of my sight, I'm I'm never letting you out of my sight again. Okay, deal. Okay. I'm going to start heading. I'm going to regret that. And at this, Stormbringer starts to bolt toward that northwest gate. You're flying through these vendors and people on the street who are looking at you. You're kicking up dust behind you as you're in a full-on sprint. And as you get to the gate, you climb the small rampart, standing next to a couple guards. And you see, coming down from the sloping hills into the grasslands, on the northwest side of this small city you've come to recognize as home, the Goliaths from the tribe, from the city of Gunagaim, deep within the mountains. And their horns blast. And they come up. Oddly enough, everything else kind of goes silent and quiet. Even the hoofbeats get softer. People are making way uh, on either side of the path as a column of these Goliaths, all on horseback, slowly now trot toward you, seeing you on top of the ramparts. The wind just rushes around you, and it's a warm, hearty wind as you see these individuals come to your home now. What would you like to do? Uh, I'm gonna go up to them and greet them and also hug Dawn Protector and Mana Splitter if they're there. They're in the front. Yeah. So you rush up. You're feeling all of this excellent energy. Uh, Dawn Protector kind of bends down and says, Are we welcome here? Yeah, you're gonna, um, you're pretty important to be here. Uh, but yeah, you're welcome here. I'm surprised I beat you. A couple more horns then sound just beyond her and then echoed in the back of this column. And the Goliaths start to stream in to the main walled area of the city. Um, all of them are following you, it seems. And you could lead them then anywhere in the city that you'd like. Is there somewhere I should take them? You could take them to meet Missy. You could take them to see, uh, you know, some places to stay. You could uh, give them a tour. I don't know. Whatever you'd like. I can give them a tour and also show them the defenses and talk about how we're going to need to buff these up a lot. All right. Excellent. All right. So as you uh, are showing them around, uh, then um, Burbage, what are you doing? this moment you heard the horns and uh you kind of feel the the ground rumble just a little bit underneath your feet time is it uh at this point it's it's about noon it's about midday um point of order do we still have a stranger's coin yes it's in the party inventory i think it's i think charity holds onto it yeah yeah um Burbage, um, I'm envisioning like like another like like <laughs> like another kind of montage type thing that like parallels the the morning montage, but a bit different. This is a, a morning montage, but like M O U R N. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> no, so like definitely like 
there's a the, the first part of this is like him just r- staring down at the like waste bin or wherever all the snacks ended up mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's just staring down at that and then it cuts to him yeah. in a in a wherever like a weapon store or magical item store or whatever where he might be he's interested in getting some more like magical bolts if possible in cliff Mo. Um, would he have been able to find any? Yeah, uh, it's it's not too hard. Uh, plus one bolts, um, you can buy for about ten gold pieces each. Um, yeah, he'll buy ten plus one bolts. Uh, but the we don't actually see him do that. We just see him Fair. holding one of the bolts in the montage. Okay. All right. Here's here's a, an interesting question. If if Burbage had come across, well, prob- I guess going off of your description of what was happening with Hikari when she was watching Charity, I'm mm-hmm. wondering if there's any way that while Charity was in his weird, like, mm-hmm. uh, invisible supernatural vendors phase, if, like, Burbage could have had a whole interaction with Charity where he asked for the stranger's coin... <laughs> Or, like, got the strangest coin off of him. But it sounds like there's something very specific going on there that my random goofy idea probably can't penetrate. Uh, you come up after that. Yeah, right after that, sort of. Uh, and, and Charity's a bit dazed and kind of just staring at the vendors on either side that shouldn't necessarily be here mm-hmm. or so close to each other. Your service sucks. And Not uh, you guys at this are point, great. Burbage rushes up to you. Hey, Charity, are you uh, seeing, like ghosts or something yeah probably yeah been there done that hey uh thinking about analyzing things and thinking about our interaction with that weird fairy creature the other night um so what sh- should we try to reach out to this stranger oh uh they sent a package i was gonna have clem look at it and then we can figure it out it appears to be a magical weapon i got the sense that it like uh points you towards things so the stranger's with us. I'd say this is more of a push bet than anything, but uh, the stranger is not likely to be heavily betting on either side yet, I would say. We can line some more things up, then they might be more interested in supporting us more fully. Well, would you mind if I... I know this is a big ask, but we still have one of his coins, right? You mean the things that are essentially a fey contract? turned into a small disc of metal? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. My understanding is that if someone uses one of those coins to contact the stranger, probably would make them more compelled to help us out. No. Is that uh, wrong, Andy? You can ask a favor of the stranger is what's been told of you. Yeah, that's... Uh, nothing is too big, nothing is too small, Um, but what he asks in return will be proportionate. Right, and that's the 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 deal that that charity is. It would, so Burbage is basically just hand, holding out his hand for the coin and saying, "Deal." Jesus, Charity's just gonna go. No deal. <laughs> All right, okay. I thought it might be worth worth a try. Oh, what are those horns? Oh, the ground's shaking. The fuck is going on? Well, given our luck, probably another dragon. Uh, now it looks like a bunch of Goliaths, accompanied by some brilliant original composition. <laughs> Are you about to start uh, talking about HP again? No, I'm going to talk about a brilliant composer named Sam Winnie. 
Leave me alone, Charity. I've got more introspecting to do. And this was supposed to be a montage. Ah, you Burbage runs to... off. <laughs> okay. And the next scene of the montage. Uh, <laughs> the, the final scene of the montage uh, is... Uh, fuck if I know. I think it right down you... that I got 10 bolts. 10... Uh, you do uh, kind of brush up against uh, the shirt you're wearing um, and feel that uh, note that... Right, yeah, no, you, that, that was on my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Left next, sure, 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 great. The next thing in the montage is Burbage holding that note and he's about to kind of open it up and read it um, and then he gets distracted by something. <laughs> I'm not ready for Burbage to read the note yet. Fair, but, fair, fair. But but it's an important beat to have. Yes, thank you. Excellent. I don't know what he's distracted by. Uh, maybe like like a sexy Goliath. There is several sexy Goliaths as they trot toward town, and one of them gives you a wink. Uh, and and not so long after that, uh, you hear, "Oh, Burbage, was it?" <laughs> Uh, do you remember me, Sir Beneventura? But what? Bob Levitonia? No. Is that you? No, Be Sir Beneventura. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were someone else. All uh, right, well, good to meet so you, happy, sir. I'm so happy to have found sorry. a member of the family. Uh, we're, we're having a conversation? Who are you? Sir Beneventura. I don't... Remember? I, I betrayed all, all of you. What's your you name? Nearly got several of you killed. Yeah, we, that's happened to us so much. Um, could you? Oh. What's your name? I hope save the Goliaths. Right. The giants were attacking. Yeah. What's your? Is none of this ringing a bell? What's you, your? You snuck into my bag. Uh huh. Just remind me your name again. Sir Beneventura. What? Doesn't sound right. I must insist that you must be a complete stranger to me, citing completely random things that just sound vaguely familiar to things that have happened to us. So, once again, sir, what is your name? Some people call me Blueberry. Sorry, what was that? Blueberry. <coughs> oh, here, do you want some uh... seawater? Yeah. It's salty. Right. It sounded like sounded like you said uh Bubbly Petunia. Oh a bubbly petunia! You made it to Cliff Mill! It's great to see you, man. How are you? Excellent. I don't suppose any of you made your way down to Gahonia. <laughs> yeah, we spent some time in Gahonia. <clears throat> Uh, did you make it to Vagelter? <laughs> Why is this so funny? I'm not funny. Yeah, we spent some time in Vagelter. Did you see my wife and daughter? Oh, I'm having trouble recalling if that was a side mission that I was privy to. I see. Well, no, really. Well, should I have been? Oh, well, you weren't with us when we discovered all that stuff. You were prison imprisoned. That's thought although there, but there might have been a time i think it was prior back to in, in Puna game yeah but yeah but you weren't there when we discovered information about it right yeah give me a description True. of your give me a description of your wife again beautiful uh, dark brown hair the eyes that could light up a, a sky uh, 
Oh, Our youngest, Lily, she's wonderful. Black hair, fierce, fierce attitude. You picked her up at the age of two, she headbutt you. <laughs> it was lovely. But her eyes couldn't light up a sky. I mean, I, I, I can only do so much poetry. <laughs> Did either of these descriptions ring a bell to Burbage, based on you... his time in Vagelter? No, no, neither of these. So <clears throat> Look, Bubbly Petunia, I'm sorry. Neither of those descriptions ring a bell. My time in Vargelta was not pleasant. I left them a scathing Yelp review before I left. Worst carceral experience ever. They really laid it on thick. So a lot of mustard on that. Unnecessary. You know? Okay. I, I should... Uh... Talk to Stormbringer now. Yeah, Charity probably. Or Makari. Uh, yes. Okay. No, so you talk to someone else again. This was supposed to be a montage. Uh, sorry to interrupt your montage, but please continue. All right. And he 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 fast forwards. It's it's the end of the night. Whatever else happens happens, but at the end of the night, Burbage is. Uh, standing in what direction where, where would people come from die field would they be coming by water you think does Burbage uh, think either yeah it's a little quicker by water um but because it's been two weeks since your mother suggested or you heard that your mother suggested she might come she's probably coming coming by, by land land yeah so you look toward the east then road yeah looking east and uh um and he'll just he'll just say, uh, and he's holding the dragon pin now um, that Theodric gave him, and he just says, uh, "I didn't have a shadow last night. I think my shadow has been getting away from me. I don't know what that means, but I don't know. Maybe it's off visiting you, and good for it if it is. I don't feel complete where I am, and I don't feel as useful as I could be, but." Maybe my shadow will be all right. Do I have a shadow now? You look around, um, and yes, the torchlight dances a little bit on the ground behind you in the shadow form. Oh, no, it's stuck here with me. Whoops. And now we can fast back, rewind to whatever happened during the day I, that was important. I really want, like, next time as we play, like, the rest of this day for Andy to just have you have, like, the best fucking afternoon <laughs> ever. <laughs> Just to, just so that you have to go through gymnastics to get back to this like extreme pathos at the end. I, I like that. I could do those gymnastics. You, you win a drawing in the market immediately after your montage. <laughs> That's great. Uh, it is not long before um, before uh, Stormbringer and several of the Goliaths, a couple of the Elders, uh, and Dawn Protector, and Mountain Splitter um, are sort of in the tavern. Not all of them are drinking, um, but a lot of them are dancing, and they're, they're uh, sort of whooping and, and hollering, um, uh, slapping the floor every once in a while as they, as they bend down, and uh, a few get on some tables and get a little rowdy. Um, and it just feels good, Stormbringer. You feel you feel connected again. As if all of that in Gunagaim, that that whole 
cloud that was hanging above protecting everyone was just a cloud over your past, and now it's sunny again. That's lovely. Charity, you and Aideen plan a lot, and I'm sure we can also do some more shopping. Um, Clem, you're going to do some more shopping as well, and uh, Hikari uh, and Charity, you you get back uh, a message on the uh, slate. It is from Absalon Frey. It says, Hey, gorgeous. We made it. Thanks to you, only we only lost three. Sounds like you're in need on my way. Woohoo! Just gonna assume that was for you. Eh, you never know. And as the day ticks on and uh, as you're, you're getting all of your supplies and you're getting all of your... Just essentially getting your mind right for what's about to come, um, you watch as Pelototh in his great white dragon form starts to flap his wings just outside of town take off into the air, soar entirely around the town itself as people are now cheering for this ancient white dragon. And he soars off to the south. And ladies and gentlemen, I think that's where we're going to end tonight. So thank you very much. And I want to point out the song that's playing right now is again by Sam Winnie. Um, it is a song called Vithy. It is Stormbringer's song, and it's beautiful and gorgeous. Uh, if you're in our Discord, uh, we'll go ahead and kind of release it, probably. I guess I don't know. I should check with Sam. Sam, if you feel comfortable releasing it in the Discord, 100%, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, just so that everyone can hear it. It's it's fantastic. Uh, and yeah, anyway, um, thank you all for playing. Thank you so much. Uh, actually, a lot got done today. Uh, and... We're going to pick up here on Monday. That's coming up real quick. That's on our schedule. Um, so we're going to we're gonna go ahead and uh, play again Monday because we're uh, trying to do a couple uh, speedier sessions so that we can uh, maybe get to an interesting stopping point before our hiatus, hiatus for the summer, which is going to be really fun. Uh, and we should be back in July, August, um, somewhere in that area after all of that. Um, but hey, come back here Monday um, for a little bit more of the family. Also, theoretically, tomorrow. Uh, oh, and tomorrow will be a, a simple job. Yes. Currently, we're still hashing out the very last throws of scheduling. Excellent. Also, uh, uh, before we leave, I just want to note that I've just discovered a foolproof way to ensure that your character does not die. Just build in a montage that flashes forward to the end of the day. Like, I know I will honor it. Damn it. Right? Actually, I just realized, Andy, you can totally give Burbage an amazing afternoon because I have the thing to, uh, uh, you know, swing that right back around. I still have three people in an interdimensional <laughs> pocket that I need to let go, one of whom knows Burbage's father. So that's... And, yes. Well, you also have a wand of tears. <laughs> <laughs> you could also just force him to cry. Oh, Clem has it. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think Charity does. <laughs> yeah, no, Clem has it. I love it. All right. Uh, Thank you all so much. That was great. Um, Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching. We love you. We'll see you later. Um, Bye. Bye. Good night. The lonely she walks. Hello, friends. That was The Fates of Rin, Goats and Dragons, a podcast from Helpful Goat Gaming. 
We have a couple more podcasts. Helpful Goat Presents, which features our world of Tear, a varied campaign put together by one-shots and shorter campaigns GM'd by our very own Galway Trainer. We also have the podcast Dom and Dragons, where Helpful Goat Gaming played Dungeons and Dragons with Dominic Monaghan, the actor. He was nice. Good guy. We also have a Discord, and you are welcome to join. That Discord link will be in the description, as well as a link to our merch website. If you like us, want to support us, and you want something for your efforts. And until next time, friends, we love you, thank you for listening, and we'll see you. And white flower reminds me 